I am really thrilled to be sharing this with you because I have had way, way, way too much on my plate lately. I've had so much on my plate that I literally had to sit there in front of it for hours and hours and two days, actually, nibbling away at everything there. This led me to a few realizations. One, it's okay to take some time to catch up and not worry about anything else. Just do the things you need to do. Focus only on one thing at a time. Get it done. Don't worry about what else you quote-unquote should be doing or could be doing and just do that one thing and get it done. Another thing I learned is that it's okay not to do everything and in fact, don't do everything. (laughs) Just don't try to do literally everything that you're good at or that you like or that you really want to do. Focus and draw it in. So the soul nourishing episode coming up, this is going to make sense to you. The third thing that came out of it is I decided to acquire my Tidbits podcast. (laughs) So if you have been following me for a little while, you'll know that I had two. I had this one, which I absolutely love doing the interviews and I could not give it up. But I also wanted to do something where it was just me and Kelly Spencer was very integral in that idea, as well as the name of the podcast. So I'm keeping the name Tidbits as kind of a side project to light of conscience, but I'm merging them at the same time. So now every other week, you'll hear an interview and you'll hear a Tidbits episode. This week, you've got two Tidbits episodes together. So it's a little bit longer, but most of the time, the Tidbits podcasts are probably going to be a little bit shorter because like I said, it's just me and not me with somebody else. So the ideas that are coming through will just come through at whatever pace and for however long they want to come through. And I won't have another person that I'm so excited to hear more from, so I won't probably go on too many tangents, although you know me and that is bound to happen. Okay, so let's get to it. This first one is getting fat on soul food. You'll see what I mean. It's not Southern delicious yummy food. It's actually just the things you do to feed your soul. And the second one is about wanting to save the world or wanting to help the world and how that can be quite frustrating (laughs) for us empaths. So enjoy. Everything is different, child, but everything's the same. Life knew all the answers long before we came. So look up to the sky and see the stars all shining and bright don't know about tomorrow but here we are tonight today i really have to get this one out and it is because i've experienced this and i'm seeing this in a new way so i want to talk about feeding your soul and nourishing your soul and how that is different. It's two different things to feed your soul and to nourish your soul. There are a lot of things you can do to feed your soul, but are those things actually nourishing your soul? So I'm going back to childhood. When I was a child and I would eat my dinner and my plate would be, uh, it's not clean, but (laughs) my plate would be 
empty of food because I ate it all, you know, my parents are like, yay, you're in the clean plate club. And that was, you know, kind of cool. You wanted to be in the clean plate club because you ate all your food. Well, imagine you have a plate and it's a metaphorical plate. Okay. It's not an actual plate, but imagine that you, like we all have a plate and we are, this life basically is a buffet and you can put anything you want on that plate. So what do we do? Well, we find the things that feed our soul because this is a soul food plate. So when we know something feeds our soul, ooh, I'm going to grab some of that. Ooh, I'm going to grab some of that. It's like you're at a dessert buffet, right? Once you find what feeds your soul, you want it all. And it's delicious. (laughs) So you grab it here and grab it here and grab it there and eat it up and eat it up, but you keep piling it on as fast as you're eating it. I want you to really ask yourself, are all of these soul-feeding foods, activities, whatever, nourishing my soul? Or am I simply getting overweight, overburdened by all of this soul-feeding food? How much of what you're putting on your plate is nourishing your soul as opposed to feeding it more calories, right? And actually burdening it because eating too much is a burden on your whole system. Well, same thing with doing too much. It doesn't matter how much something fills your soul. If it's too much, it's too much. Your soul needs a break, just like your digestive system needs a break. So what nourishes the soul and not just feeds it? I hope this makes sense to you. I'd love your feedback. And I'd love to have a conversation start about the things that we're doing that feed our souls that are becoming a little overbearing and burdening us. And why is it so challenging to stop eating those things, right? You see a cookie. I'm going back to real real life, you know, physical terms here, not metaphor anymore. You see a cookie. You're super full from the dinner you had, which nourished your body, hopefully, more or less. And there's the cookie there, and they're so good, right? Just imagine like a home-baked chocolate chip, all organic cookie. Oh, vegan if you want it to be vegan. I mean, glorious. And that will feed our body, won't it? And maybe, just maybe, that right then is nourishing for the soul. See how I'm kind of tying the two together like that? However, it might, (laughs) it might not be It might be more wise to hold off and have that cookie another time or let someone else have that cookie. We don't have to do everything because we're good at something or because we know something is good for us. That doesn't mean we have to do it. When we've figured out how to nourish our soul and now the things are just starting to pile up and pile up and pile up and our plate 
is full and we can never, ever, ever be in the clean plate club again because we keep piling more and more and more soul-feeding stuff up on our plate and it is burdening us and burdening us and burdening us and we can't stop because we've become addicted to having to do the things that are going to feed our soul so we can feel nourished. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Take something off the plate without eating it. (laughs) Let it go. You don't have to do everything just because it feeds your soul. Just like we don't have to eat every food item placed in front of us just because it feeds our body. We know when we're hungry and we know when we're not. Same with our soul. It knows when it needs some nourishment. And it knows when that nourishment means we fill our plate up to the brim and pile it up. And when it's time to take, I don't care what, soul-feeding food off that plate so we can actually be nourished and give our soul what it needs. And that is to be at peace and stillness in love and free. When we change, when we start to put things off our plate, the people in our lives expect us to act a certain way because we expect, as a species, you know, humans, we just kind of expect things to continue on in the way they're going. That's kind of just how we expect life to be. And for the most part, it really is that way. So when we change, the people we care about are going to have a response. And if their response is something other than, oh, wow, this is so good for you. You've needed to do this for a long time. Don't be surprised and don't worry too hard about needing to break up with them as a friend or as a relationship or whatever, you know, you're doing or as a family member. Just when we change, our outer environments change as well. And that either means your friends, your family, they're going to understand that what you were doing, while it maybe fed your soul, it's not nourishing anymore. And you need to change something else is better for you or or they're not but it's okay and we can still love everyone but we can't love and I get this I get it now we can't love everyone better than we love ourselves especially by overburdening ourselves with things that we used to do that were good for us but they're not anymore. All it does is cause guilt. All it does is cause a heaviness. I want to say weight gain, but it's it's not physical. But you feel heavier because you're burdening yourself. And the ones who understand that, they'll come around. It's hard though, because I understand how much you care about these people. Your friends, your family, I understand because I've, we all have relationships 
We all have people in our lives that we care deeply for. And changing is hard because we don't want to let them down. But how can we lift them up if we're not allowing ourselves to be lightened up and more free? We can't take others under our wings unless we allow ourselves to fly. And that, my friends, was getting fat on soul food. If you found that helpful at all, please share write a review. Anything that you do helps the algorithms move a little bit more into more people's reach so that others can find us and be supported in their journey as well. Before moving on to wanting to help the world, which I know we all do, let's hear from another woman who is also here to make big impactful changes in your life and in the world. Yes, my friends, I'm talking about my awesome sponsor, Julie Ryan. She's a psychic and medical intuitive. She has her own show that you can call in with your questions to her podcast, which is live show on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific. The number to call in will be in the show notes. So please check that out. Her website is askjulieryan.com and all the info is there as well. Aloha, my friends. I love these tidbits episodes. Well, I should say I love doing them. And I hope that they benefit you as well. Please let me know if you relate to anything that I talk about. This one comes from a post that I had on my Facebook page. And it said something about how the world doesn't need to be saved. It needs to be loved. That's how we save it. And beautiful woman, Sheena, said something that I think so many of us can relate to. And that is that there's so much inside of her screaming out to want to help the world. And she put an emoji of a broken heart. And then, you know, the, (laughs) I love this one, the one where the woman's like, got her hand on her forehead, just like, ugh. (laughs) It's one of my faves. Anyway, I think because I worked in customer service for so long. But I said, you know, can I can I do a tidbits episode about this subject? And she said, of course, that I could use her name. So thank you, Sheena. Very much appreciate your honesty and, you know, just saying how it really feels. I think that I posted this about the time when the news was actually covering the fact that the Amazon rainforest is being destroyed quite swiftly. And we know the reason for this and it's human ignorance and greed really so anyhow i don't think the fires have stopped but the news sure has hasn't it at least i haven't seen anything about it on facebook which is where i get my news so anyhow it really really hurts a lot of us a lot of the time doesn't it to know that no matter what is happening in our own little circle no matter how wonderful our own little lives are There is mass destruction happening all over the planet. Oh my God, this podcast is like the most negative thing I've ever done. No, but really, it's so hard for some of us because we don't understand. I do not understand how you can knowingly hurt another. How you can know that what you're doing is absolutely destroying 
the lives of another, of other. I don't know if it is because I was somehow born with an ingrained sense of we are all one and there is no other. Guarantee some of you listening completely resonate with that. I don't know if I was born that way. I don't know if it's something that I learned through observation. I have no idea why I feel that way, but I do. And I'm sure you do too. So first thing I want to say is that if you are really empathetic like that, and it's hard for you not to get depressed when you see people hurting others, and I don't mean only people, I mean other life, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not crazy. You're not naive. You're not stupid. You're not anything that ignorant people would say you might be. You have a deep knowing and understanding about what life truly is and about what love truly is. Okay, so breathe in some light right now for yourself. You're a good person and you're not crazy. We need you. So thank you. But how do we deal with this? <laughs> that's, that's the point of this episode. How do we handle knowing how much the world is suffering? I was listening to, I think it was on YouTube, an Abraham Hicks thing. And Abraham Hicks was up talking and doing their thing. And they had a question posed to them about this very subject Somebody said, how can I be joyful? How can I be so happy when I know there's so much hurt going on in the world? And what they responded with was something like this. One, when somebody is going through trauma and you are feeling sorry for that person and you're hurting for that person or animal or whatever the life is, you are actually... Feeling more than they are. Have you ever been in a trauma? If you've listened to me a little bit, you'll have heard this. But I had somebody, so somebody lit our house on fire, our, the home that we were living in, on fire one night. And we had to leave a burning home. Okay, so from the outside... If I take a step back and I pretend that wasn't me, it makes me incredibly sad, incredibly sad that anybody could do that. How does somebody have that much torment in their life that they think, I'm going to light a house on fire and watch it burn when people are sleeping? Huh? Like how... How is that okay? Well, it's not. But me, on the other hand, in that situation, and as I was living it, y'all, I wasn't feeling sad. I was just like, oh, I got to get out. Okay, it was a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exaggerated than that. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't feeling those horrible feelings that someone else on the outside may have felt, Right? So remember that if something is going through a trauma, they're actually not feeling as bad as you because they have their own 
coping mechanisms going on. We're built with these coping mechanisms. That doesn't make the stuff happening any better. But just to remember that you're actually feeling worse than they are. And then the other thing that I want to put out there, and I think we all already know this, but our vibration actually always and will always affect the whole. So no matter what is happening out there, it's happening in there, no. (laughs) But no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, in others' lives and on the other part of the globe, us feeling bad about it is only adding to the bad, is only adding to the hurt. And when I'm saying this, what I mean is dwelling on it and allowing it to make us feel crappy. So, yeah, of course we care. I know you care. I care so much. We care too much if that's possible, right? I know. We want to help. We want to make everything happy and peaceful and harmonious. And we have to start with our own lives. We have to. Nothing will change until we do. Nothing will change until we do. And I don't know if this helped anyone at all, but those are the things that I keep in mind or I try to keep in mind. I don't like the word try. If you've listened to me a while, you'll know that too. But I have to say that I do my best to keep that in mind when I see things that are hurtful to others, hurtful to the earth. They don't make sense to me. I don't understand how we can be so cruel to ourselves. And it reminds me to look at Am I being nice to myself? Because that's where it starts. Can I be nice enough to myself to only be nice to everyone else? Oh, my friends, that is how we change the world. Satnam. My friends, that's the end of the episode, but that does not mean we have to end our connection. Please reach out with any comments or tips or topics you want me to cover on tidbits. And let's connect in the Light of Conscience community on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Light of Conscience as well. And don't forget to grab your 18 Wayshower affirmations right on the homepage of my website. You guessed it, lightofconscience.com. It would mean absolutely the world to me if you use those affirmations and let me know how they go. It would also mean the world to me if you left a rating and wrote a review on iTunes or whatever amazing app you're using to listen to this podcast. It's fun times. You are wonderful. Keep shining your light, my friends. We've got a world to change. And don't give up on your life. Your dreams give hope and offer love. to live and bathe in the creation of the gift